We were meant to go out and be battle tested. We were meant to go out and grow over the course of getting our asses beat day in and day out. Those kind of beatings are what define you in life. When you open your eyes to a point where you understand that the beatings that you take, the no's, the hate talk from your friends, from your parents, from your peers, whenever you tell them, I want to be successful, I want more, those are the things that ultimately end up defining your life because you come out stronger. No matter what direction you take in life, there are gonna be days where you do not feel like doing anything. You don't feel like going to work, you don't feel like doing your job. Those days are going to be there no matter what path you take. But it's getting through those days and staying dedicated to that decision that you've made that end up making it or not. Guys, what is up? Happy motherfucking Tuesday. Let's get the bad words out of the way right now because we're uh we're not playing that shit. I've been gone for a minute. Welcome back. I love you guys and I miss you guys. It's been about three weeks since the last podcast. <laughs> uh, I got a stuffy nose and thanks to COVID, I have a really dry cough now. So even if I drink water, I'm going to cough during this episode and I'd like to apologize now uh, before it happens pretty much. I was going to make this uh, return episode a really long episode, hour and a half, and I was going to do it on the laptop, and I was going to do everything, but since I'm still learning how to play with the laptop and Audacity, uh, we're kicking it still on the phone, old school, uh, still working on the shirts, also uh, totally changing the name from Bearded Army, as we used to call it before, to Bearded Nation, Bearded Nation just sounds way harder, I like it more, I like the way it sounds, and we could say... We could call the dudes the beards and the chicks the beardettes. So it works perfectly for me. So in two weeks, I will be releasing the design. I'm giving myself a deadline because I've been eating shit and uh, taking too long. So that's it. It's it's uh, it's time. So two weeks, I'll be releasing it. I'm going to be releasing it to you guys first because I want you guys to vote. Uh, ultimately, let me, let, me, let me know what you guys think, especially people that are close to me that uh, checked up on me. So... Uh, checked up on me this whole time, you know, since uh, I pretty much been gone since like March 16th, you know, and uh, to update you guys on all that, <clears throat> basically, uh, in no chronological order, I'll tell you guys this, I got COVID uh, and it was four horrible days. People talk about it like, oh my God, it's the worst thing you're going to die. It's a really bad flu. I had uh, horrible body aches like I was a meth addict. <clears throat> Uh, I got a, I mean, I got a fever that went from normal temperature to 103 point something where I was, uh, I, I was that hot, but then cold at the same time, which makes no sense. So it definitely strikes me as something that was made in a lab. If you ask me for all uh, your conspiracy theorists, and I'm still working on the conspiracy episode as well, guys, but I was basically taking a shower in a sweatshirt and like a sweater and sweatpants and still cold. So if you've ever seen that show, uh, intervention, pretty much that's, uh, that's how it was. So COVID was horrible, and then to exasperate everything, I herniated my back, right? Two slip discs from uh, the body aches and just my body being weak and my immune system. And me and Logan really don't take off days, so I think it was just a culmination of everything. So I literally spent my birthday, uh, March 23rd, my 31st birthday. Thank you to all of you guys that reached out, uh, to every single person that reached out for my birthday and checked on me for this whole entire three weeks that I kind of been missing in action, but not really, especially when the group was starting to get to, to get a flow. I apologize to you guys. I'm back. I'm back with a vengeance. We are focused. 
let's get back to it. I herniated my back. So I had to actually go to the emergency room and then go and get emergency shots in my back. So I have an epidural scheduled. Uh, the x-ray is pretty gnarly. I've shown it to a few people. Uh, it's crazy. It's my, it's just bone on bone. Like there's nowhere for my sciatica to go. It's getting choked the whole time. But I really want to thank everybody that reached out to me on my birthday and, and wish me well, even though I was in bed and so fucking depressed because everything, man, in life you get on a hot streak. In life, you get on a hot streak and you feel like you're fucking untouchable. You are the fucking man. My shit does not stink. I float when I walk, motherfuckers. Uh, sorry for all the bad words. I'm just hyped up. I missed you guys. I really missed you guys because I see you guys listening to tomorrow and I see some part of the podcast bringing a smile to your face and that makes me fucking happy. And even all the positive messages I got and even the people that were like, man, when are you bringing back? It's always the same 20 to 25 people. The number continues to grow. There's a lot of fucking haters and I was going to give a whole segment to the haters, right? And but this is all we're going to tell them. You want to be a hater? Okay. That's what they get. To all the people that fucking love me. To the people that love me and support me and check in on me. Uh, as I do for them. I hope so. I I, I do the same thing. I, I feel like I'm pretty consistent. I know I'm horrible with the text messages. Pops Jose. I know I'm horrible. I read the text messages. I just fucking hate text messages. Call me. I'd rather you call me. And we have a 45 minute conversation than a text message. Text messages piss me off. Call me if, if it's, you know, Magali's called me. We had a, hour, a two hour conversation about life and where we want to go and all this stuff. And it was fucking awesome. I hate text messaging. Texting drives me crazy. I know that's what the fucking new kids like. <clears throat> I know that's the quick way of saying, hey, what's up? If you don't have time, I understand that you're just shooting me a text to go, hey, what's up, Anthony? I fucking hope you're doing well, man. Sorry, we need to catch up. That's fine, bro. That's cool. And I get it. A lot, you know, it's uh, Instagram has really become the best thing for me to keep up with people, which is why I don't get rid of it. You know, I got to give a super shout out as well to Andy. Andy's fucking killing it. I'm so fucking proud of him. Simply two dudes, guys. Go check out their reaction videos. It's fucking hilarious. It's genuine. And Andy is one of my fucking closest and oldest friends, uh, both in age and because uh, he's old as shit now. Uh, he's older than me by a year. Uh, but we go back 15 years. And uh, he's always believed in me as I've always believed in him. So it's kind of cool that we're both walking our own paths because I can't wait till we both get to a point where we interject, like we can interject them. I don't know if that's the right word. And it's like a fucking Simply Two Dudes Uncensored and it's just magical. It's just cool shit. I'm not good on camera, so I'll lend my voice to the shit talking in that video. <clears throat> I'm really not good with hot sauce, so if you ever invited me on to have hot sauce, you guys will probably see me uh, fucking vomit and tear up and mucus come out of every orifice of my face, so that's pretty cool. But I'm extremely proud of him. I just want to say I love you, brother. Good job. And you still have one of the... You and Robert are fucking mixed for the two funniest laughs of all time because your guys' laughs are like... It's like drugs. It's like when you're in middle school... And the teacher says, if you guys keep laughing, you're going to get kicked out. And then you look at your friend, you just simply make eye contact and you keep laughing and you guys both get suspended and go to CSI. That's what his laugh is like and Robert's laugh. So I'm glad to see him getting out there in the world, getting to see what I've got to see since we were 14 or 15 years old. You know, I love you, brother. Keep going on. I know it's a prolonged shout out. I know you gave me a shout out in my in your last video and uh, I appreciate it. I watch all your videos and it's funny and watch it with that fucking COVID candy. That's all I got to say from across the seas, you know. Now, these first few minutes are probably just going to be all shout outs because I've been, as I said, I've been gone for three weeks. If you don't like shout outs, probably fast forward like a minute or two. I don't know exactly what it is. You know, my, as my mentor says, he tells me to put the, to, to tell people the specific time to fast forward. And then I told him that and then I changed subjects and they missed it. So he was like annoyed at me because he re-listens these and he gives me notes. So shout out to my mentor for checking on me, calling me, sending me funny memes and always being there to give me, uh, try to level my head out even when I get fucking heated and annoyed. Especially when it comes to our uh, 
I'll say our where where we our place of work. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to Lottie, of course, because uh, she's she's become a pos- a positive Patty, you know. Instead of a Nancy uh, a Debbie Downer, she's become a positive Patty, and uh, I just made that up. And fuck it, whatever. I'm really proud of her, and she's actually helped me a lot because it's hard, man. Because when you're in a hot streak, and then you get COVID, and you get injured, and you get fucking dark and depressed. Listen, I guys, I got. I fucked up my knee and my back within six months when I was 18 years old. And if you guys know Jose or G or Andy or Robert or, or Martin, any of my close friends, days I was the most depressed ever because you go from I can conquer the world to I, it hurts to fucking get up and go take a piss and shit. It is the worst pain. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, guys. Just just herniating two discs. Anything to do with your neck and your back is ser- like you're my, my knee's been messed up. I've been trying to stretch and doing the best I can to have a torn meniscus officially. Um, <clears throat> there's nothing you can do. There's, I, I can limp around and I can't do cardio and I kind of, kind of ride a bike and stretch. And when I can, I do, but when you can't, you can't, but you're back. You got to understand that everything hurts. Like I literally cried in the gym and lo- and walked out with Logan sideways because I couldn't, I cried in the car. I'm not a crier guys. I'm not a crier at all. I'm not an emotional dude. I'm emotional in the sense of my temper and in my excitement. But I'm not emotional in the sense of crying. My mama raised me a certain way. And she said, boys didn't cry. And now she's like, that was probably wrong, Anthony. It's okay to cry. And I'm like, it's too late, mama. So whatever. It is what it is. Free conch, you know? Uh, and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I swear to God, to be more emotional, even though I, you know, f- I think we have too many fucking feelings in the U.S., but that's a whole nother podcast, guys. Um, uh, so I cried. I cried in the car a lot. I cried when I got home. And I, every step hurt because it's like somebody... Your sciatic nerve is getting choked. So imagine a 500-pound fat chick sitting on a toddler in a three-inch pool, drowning him, and that kid fighting for his life. That's my sciatica nerve, and your spine is smashing it down. Now, I know the people that are... (laughs) We're just ranting. Fuck it. We're ranting. It is. I had a bunch of notes. They're out the fucking window. I don't care. I'm feeling good. I'm smiling. I'm laughing. I know you guys are going to laugh at this, too. Uh, Go back to the people that get mad about me making fun of fucking 500-pound fat chicks, okay? It's perfectly fine. We're jumping on all the subjects today, so I'm giving the disclaimer now. We're going to be going back and forth. It's fine to be fucking 500 pounds and love yourself. That's fine, but it's not healthy. And sooner or later, male or female, you're going to have one leg and your pants are going to be half off. That's all I want you to know. You're going to get, you're going to have to buy one-legged jeans because you were so proud of yourself that you lost a foot to gangrene or diabetes or something else. I've been 400 pounds and I've been cocky as fuck. I've been 200 pounds and I've been cocky as fuck and confident. I love myself and fuck what everybody says. But at a certain point, your age runs out and you start getting older. We're in our 30s now. Most of my friends are in our 30s. Few listeners are in their 40s, 50s, a few 60-year-olds out there. Um, Sooner or later, it's going to catch up to you and it's not good for you. You're going to get neurosis of the feet. All these things that start happening. Uh, it doesn't matter how fucking positive and, and cool and how many likes you got on fucking Instagram. You're going to start losing some toes, uh, start taking a shot in your fingers and lose a leg eventually. So you can love yourself and be as confident as possible, guys, but also be healthy at the same time. I'm not telling you to look like fucking one of the Kardashians or, or, or you know, one of the models you see on TV uh, or, or, or whatever, you know, and the swimsuit edition or any of that bullshit or the fucking guys that spray on their abs and buy their calves and have plastic chests. I'm not telling you to look like that. Look how you want to look and love yourself for it, but know that there's a, there's a cause and effect to everything. And there's a price to everything. I love, I was comfortable being 400 pounds, right? But then it got to the point where I couldn't wipe my ass or tie my shoes. So I realized something was wrong. A lot of people don't want to look in the mirror and tell themselves you're a fat ass. I have two sides. I argue with myself, right? I'm a crazy person. I was like, 
dude, you're a fat piece of shit. And the other side was me like, nah, you're cool, man. Don't worry, you're good. You could just keep buying shirts. Like, dude, we're ordering shirts online that are have five and six XLs. What, what are you talking about? Now I'm down to a 2XL and I fit into a 1XL, which is fucking mind-boggling. I'm 310 right now. I'm starting on Tuesday, April 13th, an eight-week fucking clean cycle, right? So what does that mean? That means no cheat meals for 61 days till I go on vacation in June. <clears throat> Excuse me. No cheat days at all. Locking it in. David Goggins, Jocko Willick, fucking Logan style, like psychopath. Uh, talking to myself in the gym today. Everything. Just just getting back on that bike, but hitting it full fucking throttle. And not taking no, not letting anything throw you off. Because in this world, everybody wants to throw you off, guys. Everybody wants to throw you off, guys. Trust me. Like, it's not... Nobody wants to see you happy. Nobody wants to see you going towards your goals. Nobody, they, they always got a fucking opinion. We've, we've talked about this many times. But we've gotten through the COVID, the herniated back, the spending my birthday in bed, all this bullshit, uh, being massively depressed. It's hard to dig yourself out of a hole, man. It really is. Uh, thank the Lord I had Logan. I had my chick. I had some positive people that I actually said it to me because I'm also one of those guys <clears throat> that doesn't, sorry for the cough. As I told you guys, COVID gave me a dry cough and now my throat is worse than before. So sorry. Um, the few people I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys that doesn't reach out and tell people I need help. Like my mom said, like my friends could have a boat and I'll sit in the water and drown because I don't like asking them. So I'm actually learning how to get better at that. And it's, it's a, it's a double-edged sword for me because I, I see it as a vulnerability and I'm totally against vulnerability myself. And that's my own fucking insecurity and something that I'm working on. Uh, you know, I'm learning, like we've, we've spoken about, I say like we've spoken about, I've spoken to many of you about this, learning how to take compliments and uh and believing in myself and and the shit that i want you guys to do because you guys have it inside too you know if you want to make your own podcast i'm going to give you the advice how i started mine so you don't step in the same shit that i started i'm going to show you the programs i use if you want to start a clothing line i'm going to buy your shit because i want i want greatness out of all you greatness is in all of us you just have to find it it's not fucking easy bro uh i saw a quote that my buddy posted and he said, life is a book and you got to read all the chapters. And some of the chapters are going to make you cry. They're going to bring you to your knees. You're going to want to skip them. Some of them, you're not going to want them to stop. But either way, you got to read every fucking line, word, page, chapter. You got to go through your book, you know? And it sounds cheesy, but the older you get, life is but a cliche. It really is. If you put the work in, you're going to get to where you want to go. Just not the timeline. It's it's like posting a picture and wanting 10,000 likes, right? You post a picture, you want 10,000 likes, you don't get it, you're fucking sad. Because this whole new world is instant gratification. That's not how it works. You got to put in the work to get to where you want to. <laughs> Meaning as like, okay, I've been, I'm 310 pounds, right? That's amazing. I've lost 90 pounds in eight months, nine months, 10 pounds a month. That's amazing. But I, I had to set a challenge in front of myself that I need to be under 290 by this certain date for no fucking reason. I have no competition. I have nothing. I'm going on vacation. It's not even important. I have all the time in the world. I've been dieting right. I've been cutting my calories correctly. But also for three weeks, I've been doing nothing but eat shit once a day and drinking. And I and I didn't get any weight. So it's crazy. I mean, it's only eating once a day and shit like that. And it comes down to your calories and stuff. But it's, uh, it's just different. But I had to set a goal that kind of scares me. Because as soon as I said the goal and I said it out loud to Logan, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. I said it outside, out loud. Now I got to hold myself accountable. Fuck it. I'm going to say it on the podcast. Because now I really want to hold myself accountable. Now I really want to get better with social media. Now I really want to build Bearded Nation to even more people. Because I, if I've impacted 25 people, then you guys can impact 25 people. And we can build this thing into, I don't know what, man. Fucking dreams. Dreams. Because when, you when you're growing up, they fucking try to take the dreams out of you. Everybody's like, get a 9 to 5 job. Go to college. Marry a good girl. Get a fucking station wagon. And get a golden retriever. 
That is a horseshit fucking dream besides the golden retriever because they're fucking amazing. It's all horseshit. It's all because they're scared to fucking fail and fall on their faces like I did. I was on fire. I herniated my back. I got COVID. I spent my fucking birthday laying on the floor in tears. That sucks. And I would have never told you guys that years ago. I would have never fucking let you guys. Anthony didn't cry. I'm a fucking T-1000 from uh, fucking... Can't even remember Terminator, and I don't cry, and I don't have emotions, and I'm strong as fuck. No, I spent it in tears, going, man, this is my 31st birthday. It's my second birthday fucked up by COVID. Not that that matters, because I'm not big on birthdays, and my first one I made up for it like six months later in fucking, you know, in October for my mom's birthday. We just celebrated together, so I was cool. Um, but to spend it in pain where you're like hitting a hot streak, right? Like that, like I was having multiple talks a day with with you guys. I was sending, you know, we were checking in on Instagram, all this stuff, and getting in better shape and feeling good, and then the knee was kind of like a little hiccup and a trip, and then the back is like a fucking, just stick to both the shins, fall on your face, and figure it the fuck out, fat boy. Like, it tests your mental, to, it takes you to dark fucking places. It took me back to being 18 years old and realizing that for the next eight or nine months with a fucked up back and a torn ACL... I was not going to be able to do anything physical. I grew up outside. So it, it, it takes you to really dark fucking places, bro. Like you think of the worst shit. You you get you're, There's no positivity. You get angry. You create fucking enemies. You Like I got mad at people that didn't text me happy birthday. I was like, fuck them forever. Why, bro? Maybe they forgot. This is another thing I want to talk about. I have this problem severely, right? I give importance to people in my lives. And this goes for family and friends and acquaintances. That literally give me no importance in their lives at all. And it's a fucking human trait. Like, I, you know what? It, you're like, you want to support a motherfucker that won't support you for shit. You know, it's funny. Like, I, I'm not I'm, I'm not close to my family per se. Close to a few of them. They know who they are. I'm not going to sit here and fucking give names and uh, air out laundry because some of them listen. And I support the. I love the ones that listen and, and thank you for the support. And keep kicking ass, Nikki. You're killing it. Keep kicking ass. <clears throat> and shout out to my tia Yoli. She listens always. Um, but you you give support to people that don't fucking deserve it. And this is the problem. You got to stop expecting you from other motherfuckers. I got to stop expecting me from another guy, right? From another friend that I'm like, yo, man, I wish you the best. I hope you do good. I might turn around and that guy might be like, yo, fuck that podcast and fuck his weight loss and fuck that guy. But I'm going to smile in his face because I'm a coward. Those are hyenas, bro. They want to laugh. You got, you're a lion or a lioness. Fuck them. Don't even get stressed about it. It doesn't even matter who, who the, it's, you get to this point, you get to this point where you just start reading through shit real easy. And I've always been good with people. Maybe the hood taught me that and coming up kind of poor, you know, but, um, you, it, it just, you start reading through people really fucking easy. Like you see the, un, the ingenuine highs and the hope you're doing well, or the good congratulations on your little car, your little job, your little, that little thing is a little fucking hater. That's what that is. <laughs> So halfway through all this, what I decided to do was fucking reset, recalibrate, and refocus, right, guys? I set a goal that scared me that I didn't think was... I thought, you know, okay, eight weeks, clean, no cheat meals, locking it in, no soda, no fucking nothing, locking it at work, relaxing, not giving people attention that don't fucking deserve it anymore, just taking a mental break, refocusing on the podcast, refocusing on you guys, you guys fucking... So much support from you guys, the random text messages, the hope you're doing well, the love you, man... The fucking reactions on Instagram, all of that shit, it fucking powers you through when you're in these dark places. It really does. And you just, at the end of the day, you gotta, you like, sit outside, you fucking throw in a pinch, you know, Copenhagen Mint, long cut, sponsor me Copenhagen, shout out to them. Uh, <clears throat> everybody knows me is gonna get mad at that, that I'm chewing. Um, 
you just you you sit there and you're grateful. You got a house over you. You got, you got a house. You got a car. You got people that give a shit. Yeah, they genuinely give a shit about you. They have no no need to. They don't have to. It's just because they reciprocate what you've shown them. But you can show 500 people that, and only 100 of them are going to be real with you. But you got 100 people, so what are you fucking bitching about? You know, what are you crying about? It's uh, it's 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 just you know, it's it comes down to. I'm stuttering so much. Sorry, guys. I'm like excited. It's two fucking o'clock in the morning. In real, I guess what it was was realizing that bad moments are just that they're fucking moments, right? So in that time when I had COVID and I had the back pain and I was like on the floor like felt like the end of the world to me felt like god was coming to fucking take me away and that's hey buddy you did everything you're gonna do you're 31 it's time to come up here you know and also 31 was kind of like a big birthday for me because my brother never made it to 31 so it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of surreal i kind of celebrated it for both of us you know but realizing that a bad moment is just a moment it's not a bad life it's not a bad day it's not the end of the world but it's hard as fuck when you're in there that's why you got to have good people and you got to reach out i always try to reach out to people when i see them post like weird shit we're on social media enough you know if you're using it the right way to notice when somebody's off you know i react i mean i have thousands of dms of me reacting to people it's not hitting on every girl i'm proud of you because you're in there fucking working for your ass instead of going to dr miami you're busting your ass Hey, good job. Here's the clapping single because you look good. You're beautiful. You deserve to be told you're beautiful without fucking a guy trying to ram you. How about that? You could clap for dudes too. Dudes got this ego thing, you know. It's fucking like, you know, you're like, hey, good job, brother. You're like, yeah, fucking know it, bro. That's how it is. Grind, bro. Okay, man. Good job, bro. I'm proud of you. Keep it up. Like all, all my interactions now, I try to make them positive. I'm trying to get to another just stoic fucking discipline like, like work for everything. I have this thought in my mind that I, that, that life has counted me out, right? It's weird. Like I've always been second place for everything. And I got this, I, this recent, this is like in the last two weeks, I go, what if I can pull off? What if, right? What if, what if I can pull off? Like to me, it's like a basketball game or football game or Super Bowl. What if I can pull off a gigantic upset? (laughs) So when David Goggins went to sign up for the, the Navy, they told him that they have there had only been 35 African-American Navy SEALs, black Navy SEALs, because I don't use African-American. Those are his terms because um, they're not all from Africa. There's just normal black people that are American, you know. Um, and he said, what if I could be the 36, right? So I was listening to this and it started repeating is and always uh, that Goggins is like a fucking uncle that I never see, but he always drops like knowledge. That's where I look at. That's where I hold the guy in, in love and fucking admiration and respect and like drive. Cause I listened to him for three years and I, I kind of heard it, but I never listened or I guess I listened and I never heard it. I never interpreted it correctly until I started putting myself through the grinder and working on every little fucking thing, you know, like every little thing that I didn't like, every little thing that I didn't like and realizing that it's not only about physical health, it's about discipline. And it's about mental. We're going to go in those treasure chests. We're going to open them up and we're going to see what the fuck we don't like. And we're, and we're going to deal with it, you know, and, and, and the best we can. So I've recently gotten this thing in my mindset of like, what if, what if, what if the fucking kid with the mentally ill brother and the single mom that grew up like fucking low class, Cause we weren't middle class, low class. I mean, we had great times cause we we're always together, but you know, I always tell my mom it's different from her perspective because she was an adult and I was a child. So I saw it going as a child and she saw it as an adult, as an adult shit's easy as a, as a kid, it's fucking end of the world. What do you mean? I can't have McDonald's fucking poor. Like, Oh, it's horrible. What do you mean? We got to leave. We got to move. You know, it's a whole different perspective. You know, she takes it to the titty 
Um, but I've explained to her over time that it's uh, that it's not I, it's not that it's bad. It's just from a child's perspective, and that's how it affected me. You know, as I've said many times, my mom allowed no bitch assness allowed in the house, not for me or Miguel, wheelchair or not. There was no bitch assness allowed in the house. So I've got this whole thing in my mind now of what if I can pull off everything that they said I can't pull off? Who is they? I don't even know anymore, right? Because you got to create the fake enemies. They are the fucking fake people that just fucking just like hang around. They're there. You know, they, they, they're just on a team and they should all wear shirts that say fake and fucking hypocrite and liar. And there's no point in giving them attention, but they also feed you. They feed me, at least. It motivates the fuck out of me for some weird reason. Because I love proving a motherfucker wrong. I love it. I love that we've said motherfucker like 17 times in this podcast because we're fucking back. That's what it means. Episode 17, we're fucking back. That's the title. Print it. Um, <laughs> fucking too hyped, man. I really am. Yeah, so for some reason, they, they motivate the fuck out of me, but they're pieces of gr- they're, They are, and their faces change, and the jobs change, and the surroundings change, and sh- but they're always around. You know what's funny? is like I'm cool as fuck, right, with most people. I'm covering my mouth right now. Sorry. I'm cool as fuck with... With a lot of people, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt until you show me not to give you the benefit of the doubt, right? It's very simple. I will give you the benefit of the doubt until I, until you show me not to, you know? I always say, I'm not here to forgive. That's God's job. God forgives, I don't, right? Maybe I'll change as I get older. Maybe I'll change, you know, I get married, I have a kid, whatever. Maybe I'll change when something else happens. But I'm real cool, right? Until I see that fucking single fake side of people, right? And this comes from friends, family co-workers, acquaintances, people that you deal with regularly, right? I'm real cool until I see that fakeness, right? So this is something that's really funny and bothers the fuck out of me. I say funny in the, like the, like the annoying way. But if you take something so serious, right? Like if something is so important to you and I don't understand it to you and I begin to like laugh at you or mock you or fucking put you down, I'm an asshole, right? So when you see this happen and you respect both people, you respected both people at the start of the conversation, your view on one person is going to change while your view on the other person is going to rise because to stand there and get ridiculed and fucking judged for something, a lot of people don't like to do it. They don't like to stand with their guns. They want to fit in with everybody. They want them like, I want everybody to like me. And then the other person you go, I just lost a ton of respect for you because you're an asshole. You're making fun because you know, whatever it is, he likes cooking or he likes uh, fucking yoga or she likes, you know, spinning class or and then sometimes it's way deeper than that. It's personal shit and you make fun of them. And I really lose respect for you in that case, you know. And uh, it's cool. You see it. You fucking make a mental note of it and you keep it moving. Because we're not explaining shit. To, we're just cutting people off. 2021 is the fucking year of mental health and fucking self-love. That's going to go on the shirt. Uncensored beard, mental health, and self-fucking-love. And I'll bleep out the fucking because I know, you know, uh, I want Magali to wear the shirt and she can't wear that shirt to church, especially if she's going to be on stage kicking butt soon. So we definitely can't have her wearing that. Uh, If you guys want to know about her story, I'll talk to her and then I'll see if uh, I can explain her. Maybe she can come on. She could be the first guest in the summer and come on because she's she's great at talking. We had an hour and 45-minute conversation and bounced off so many ideas and her fucking passion for life is just fucking, it's like intoxicating. I love people that have that energy and they know what the fuck they want and they're like, I'm going to go for it, dude. And I'm going to bust my ass and I'm going to fall on my face and I'm going to scrape my knees and I'm going to get the fuck up and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep going. And sooner or later, like I've said before, you take that sledgehammer and you bang it against the wall enough fucking times, you're going to break that wall down. So I love people that, that, that fucking fall for their shit like that. 
like Pops with losing his weight. I mean, fuck, Pops is like fucking 208 years old. I'm just fucking with you, Pops. He's in his 40s. But he's an old guy. That's why I tell him. <laughs> he's, and he's kicking ass. He's fucking losing weight. And he's locked fucking in, dude, like a 20-year-old. And it's and it's crazy because he he just I see him in the pictures and he looks fucking happier. Him and his wife are like fucking radiant. They look happy because they went through all the fucking rain and it doesn't always rain all the time. I told you guys it can't it can't always rain. That's from the crow. Check it out. Old school movie for you young heads. It's good as fuck. But it can't rain all the time. And you see the fucking when you when you start fucking loving yourself, it becomes really easy to love other people. And it sounds weird. It's not love like, I love you, man. I don't want to fucking have sex with you. Because I know that a lot of people's minds go to that bullshit, the immaturity fucking stage. But when you when you start loving yourself, it's like all the fucking lanes open up. And you're like on a 300-lane highway. And all those fucking assholes that, and those fake people that are around you start driving away. It starts becoming hard to fucking see them. And you just start getting infected by fucking like good people that genuinely care and love for you and have love for you. And want to see you fucking win. And that's the circle you want to be in. That's what I want to fucking create is like a circle that makes everybody win. I told you guys before, I see Joe Rogan as competition now. That's fucking crazy. Joe Rogan, oh my God, he made it big overnight. No, he didn't. I followed Joe Rogan since 2010, dude. He's been doing this shit 10 years. He started in his fucking basement, you know, in his, in his room with his kids running around. I started in my fucking room, sometimes my closet, sometimes my car, but I'm getting it done. I'm going to be there in fucking 10 years, and I want to give opportunity to all these people and touch as many people as we can, uh, fucking mentally, physically, emotionally, and, and just fucking help them bring the best out of them, you know what I mean? The best that they can fucking achieve for themselves on whatever it is that you want to do. And that's basically what it comes down to. I don't know if I should keep the ranting going or not, if you guys are enjoying this, um, <laughs> But um, there's different fucking chapters. I really have nothing else. I could end the podcast, but fuck it. Let's go a little bit longer. uh, Different chapters and different pages of your life are going to demand different versions of yourself, right? So like learning, like I'll give you guys an example. Like we'll talk about relationships, right? My chick is always like, talk about relationships because it's so important. So my prior relationship, I was constantly told that communication was important. I constantly wiped my ass with it and constantly it led to the demise of a relationship, right? I gave her my 50%. She gave her her 50%. She's a great girl. I'm a great guy. We changed. We weren't meant for each other, but we, but it was four years of school for each other to learn of what we don't want, what we're going to deal with and what we like in our partner. Now I make sure to communicate everything with my chick, everything, everything. Like every small detail of what do you want to eat? Do you want fucking ketchup on that sandwich? Like small things. I make sure that she's physically, mentally, and emotionally okay. Right? Because my chick is 100% selfless in the sense of if me and the kid are good, she's fine. She's like, I love you guys. You guys are good. To buy herself shit, it's like an argument. I got to negotiate with her to waste her own money to buy her own shit because then she doesn't want me to buy it for her. But when you get to a certain age and you find the right puzzle piece... Um, you, you care about them totally. Like I've been very team orientated, but I have a selfish side to myself too. So I'm learning how to love, uh, when you just click, you learn how to love them the correct way and how to communicate over everything. So we, we got to move as one. It's like, I say we're two, we're two great whites, right? Because I think she's a quiet alpha female and I'm a loud, boisterous alpha male. Right. Which that term kind of gets thrown over fucking. It's kind of weird in 2021 now because you got everybody being fucking talking masculinity and blah, 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 blah. and just shut the fuck up. Do your thing, bro. And if it doesn't bother like you're bitching on Twitter because you got nothing else to fucking do in your house in Calabasas, sit down and shut the fuck up. Like, don't even get me started on fucking California. Like, take my cousin out of there and it shouldn't even be in the fucking United States. It's it's fucking communist. Uh <laughs> But anyways, like I was saying, so you, you you have to communicate and talk about everything. You have to check on them for no reason and do little cute sporadic shit too. You, it's when when you fucking 
One of my uh, one of my friends told me that she said it's important that you have to keep dating even when you're in love in a relationship. You have to keep dating, and I was like, that's fucking stupid. And then <clears throat> years later, I'm like, oh, she's fucking right, 100. percent You have to keep dating. You have to fucking treat that person good and care about them and love them, and constantly make them a priority. That's how relationships work. You have a priority, and and you know if you you know it's an old saying, and a lot of feminists don't like this, but an alpha female will get led if and be submissive. I don't like the word submissive at all, but she'll be led by the man if he makes the right decisions if he's putting thought and caring if you're being frivolous and stupid then she's not going to waste her time but if you're fucking putting thought into every fucking thing that you do like i'm extremely meticulous in everything i do in every event and how i move and why i do shit um they will follow you so it's not you don't need a submissive yes 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 girl or guy that you can push around if you do things correctly uh they will follow you and that's my ted talk on relationships and communication but it's very important Set your standards, talk to them out loud, figure it the fuck out. You guys will be golden. Don't even stress the rest, okay, guys? As always, stay blessed, less stress, and always ready to kick a motherfucker in their chest. Peace out, guys. Much love. We'll have a new episode, maybe another random episode coming this week. Actually, I don't know. I'm thinking of doing a 10-minute uh, weekly like update on current events. You guys let me know what you think. Much love, guys. Thank you, as always, for the love and support. Shirt designs will be getting sent out soon. You guys let me know what you want. Peace.